Welcome, 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 welcome to Selection Sunday, take 124. This is Selection Sunday for March Movie Madness, baby. The theme is animated movies. Before we get to that, that's going to be the piece de resistance right at the end. I'm going to tell you guys how we're doing, tell you what we watched, a few favorite things we've watched, talk about uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. It is only appropriate that we review an animated movie for best animated movie bracket. Then we're going over all the seeds selection Monday, selection Sunday, I guess Monday for us because you're all listening to it on Monday. Um, each region, we're going to go all, over all of them. Then we're going to tease our next take. It is your boy, the Sweet Keeks. We are hyped. Who do we Let's got? Let's go. Madness Monday. We could even call it March Movie Madness Monday. Selection Sunday. Oh, a quadruple M. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we start, I want to say there's going to be some debate. There's going to be some heat over some seating. Uh, we have consulted with some sweets, but this is the picks, folks. There are some snubs. There's always some snubs, so deal with it. And if we if there is a seed that you dislike, prove us wrong. Hopefully that seed makes it far. We had a Cinderella last year, Angels of the Outfield 14 <laughs> seed. Wasn't it like Elite Eight? It was Elite Eight. I couldn't believe it. It was close too. What was it, Warrior that it went up against? No, it was uh I think it was Rocky. I think it went up, up against Rocky. No, Rocky was in the top. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, it was. It was Rocky or Warrior, one of those. Was, I think it was uh, Warrior beat out Miracle for the Final Four last year. Barely. Oh, gosh. Dude, I I mean, we, we've said it so many times. That was one of the most fun things we did, and we literally did it the day before we potted. We were like, or was it the day of? It was like... I remember you like just did a bracket, and we were like, let's do a sports movie bracket. I was like, all in. Let's do it. And then... Uh, you made a bracket, and then we just went with it. It was like, seriously, it was like two days before we recorded. It was yeah. super on a whim. This, it was so fun. Um, this one we have uh, put in considerably more time. Yeah. No, the bracket looks good. And shout out to Keeks um, for the bracket. I am fairly picky on some things. Fortunately, Kamiko, you were kind of picky on the same things, too. So that, Yeah, that I'm was, also perfectionist. That was good. But Kamiko fleshed out a sweet bracket. It looks really nice. looks really clean. So, um I'm really excited to do the regions and do the seating. It's going to be so fun. I, know, dude, I, I love listening to it, hearing that Selection Sunday theme come in from Jives. Jives, remember to put it in. Um, <laughs> uh, what? How you been? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been good. Just been looking forward to uh, some March Madness. Uh, we tried mm-hmm. a new, well, not really a huge new recipe, but uh, we did some sliders this past week. You just make little ground beef oh. patties and get some rolls, and they're great. So did some of that. Super easy to make. You know, as a guide to people, if you're going to make sliders, you have to remember that, like, like I always forget this, that hamburgers sh- shrink considerably oh. in size. Yeah. So if you make it at the size you think it should be, you got to add, like, an extra, like, half inch or something yeah. on the outside. Because it's going to shrink. Yep. The, the sliders did just that. I was like, hello. <laughs> so <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Just uh, excited for March. Been busy. What did you use? Did you use normal hamburger buns or like slider buns? We just used uh, Hawaiian roll buns. Oh, those are nice. Yes, those, those are really, 
really good. So big fan of that. What about you? How was the how was the week out in Arkansas? Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's a a crazy week because Becky is very close to her uh, finishing her dissertation. So like we're right there. She defends on like April 7th. Let's go. So we're like two, three weeks away. Yeah, it's insane. But she has put in so much work. It is insane. And I'm going to tell you this because you talk about food. I found a sweet YouTube channel called Babish Culinary Universe, but he has different cooking segments and he has one about like cooking famous food from movies. Oh, nice. It is sweet. You can search him also with binging with Babish. Great video content. Oh my gosh. I, I've just been going ham with it lately and watching his videos. He's got a cookbook too. Oh, I, I, was, cookbook. I was just about to ask. Does he have a cookbook? Bruh. He has a two part series on food from Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I knew you were just down as soon as I said that. Uh, as long as it's not the stew from Two Towers that Gimli <laughs> says no thank you to Eowyn, <laughs> I'll pass. I'll oh, pass that. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I've just been, yeah, I, you know, work and getting the pod stuff finished. I mean, you you say that I, I did like the formatting stuff. We basically used the same bracket more or less from last, last year and tweaked it. But you're, the animated movies idea was your idea. Like this all stemmed from you. I, I honestly so we got to give credit where it's oh, due. Stop! I still don't even remember doing the animated as the idea. I just like <laughs> some so, um, some ideas I remember. Some ideas I'm like, wait, did I actually do that or was that so? Uh, but man, the bracket looks clean. I'm I'm looking at it right now. We're the the purple, nice touch. Yes, purple is great, and it's like a like a direct complement to our canary yellow that we use for sweet film talks. Yes. Now there are a couple of of things that we want to talk about. That we watched. Yes. One being WandaVision. We're going to give our thoughts because we're actually going to review it next week. And Oscar nominations are out today. So we're going to give you our predictions and our takes like we did last year for our Oscar predictions. Um, But WandaVision, your thoughts on WandaVision, Marvel Boy TC. What did you think? Yeah, I'll give my quick thoughts before we review it for next take. I liked Mm -hmm. WandaVision. It was a pleasant surprise. I mean, I'll keep it kind of short Mm -hmm. and sweet. Give more of a thoughtful review. For next week, but I liked it. There are some minor gripes that I have that I'll elaborate more on next week. But overall, yeah, I really, really enjoyed and had a fun time with WandaVision. Yes, I did. Uh, are we going to do Bachelor next week? Have you watched it? I already know the spoilers, man. I know how it ends. So- <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Stay strong. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah. We'll, I, you we'll, know, WandaVision. We'll give a quick recap of that next week for sure. We have to. Got to yeah. keep a tradition. Uh, di- oh, I was like, The Bachelor and Disney are lined up, and then I realized they both are on the same network. ABC is owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. They know the times, baby. They know the times. Um, you know, for me, WandaVision, it really just goes to show that Marvel puts so much thought into everything that they do. Yeah. Like, this is a train that is not stopping. Yeah. Even if Falcon the Winter Soldier is not good, what do you think people are going to stop? Res- like, people are going to stop subscribing to Disney Plus? No way! Yeah. Get out of here! Yeah. Don't care, but do care. Don't care. Yeah, yeah, we do care about. Uh, no, it's true. Like, I think Falcon Winter Soldier. I've already heard early reviews that it's like got a cin- cinematic experience, and that the chemistry yeah. between Anthony Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan is great. So, we'll see about yeah. that. Now, we also watched. <laughs> 
<laughs> something yeah. else that I had no idea about. Uh, this was on Netflix, and I highly recommend um, watching this. Actually, last weekend, we were down in St. George visiting Kennedy's family, uh, Kennedy's family, and we watched Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell, the 2020 on ABC. Oh, uh, yeah. Hulu. And then that is just tragic. Ugh. And then we watched uh, Murder Among Mormons. So talk about some morbid, uplifting watches. But uh, mor- some, uh, Murder Among- morbid Mormons. Yeah, really. Because they all were. Yeah. But Murder Among Mormons is a documentary about Mark Hoffman, who is incredible at forging documents to make it look real. And they actually go through tests and they pass as authentic, that they are real. And so what he did is in 1980, he forged um, an early document uh, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And they and that's kind of what started his career for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Then 1985, five years later, that came to his demise and everything backfired. He murdered two people through bombings. Uh, I mean, just really pinned himself in a corner and is just a just a wild story of deceit, of lies, and regret, essentially. So it's crazy. What do you think? What do you think about Murder Among Mormons? Um, one of the just one of the scariest, evilest people. Yeah, yeah. Because literally, his whole motive was just to deceive people and lie and get money. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. And coming from a two two Mormons, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints ourselves, I'd never heard of it. Never heard of never it. Never heard of who Mark Hoffman was. And we grew up in Utah. Which is weird. Like it, yeah, it the thing is, you know, it talks about how he he forged a lot of LDS documents, like Mormon documents. But then at the end, it's like, oh, and he also forged things for George Washington, Betsy Ross, Abraham Lincoln, and we don't know all of his other forgeries. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, why why did we only focus on the Mormon part? Like that's obviously cool, but I would have loved to get like yeah. maybe like an epilogue or something yeah. about everything that we think he could have forged in that five year period. It was insane. Co directed by Jared Hess, who directed a uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I think that would have been interesting. And Nacho Libre. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think it was a great job. I I really liked Murder Among Mormons. I thought it stayed in its three episode lane. It was quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I believe that they just focus on the Mormon documents is because that led him to murder two people. Yeah, bomb that's, a, that's buy, a really good to, point. That's to buy point. more time. And it's just such an interesting story, such a tragic story. And uh, it's just crazy because he seems so subdued in his early interviews. And the fact that he lied to his – like all the lies to the people, but his wife couldn't even go into one room because it was like all his childhood stuff. I mean, what a, it's just crazy. Like he just really just led even his own wife on to believe what kind of life he was living. So in the last episode, they, they give an, they interview him um, just like how he did everything. And it's one of the most chilling, like he, him describing his whole process makes Frank Abagnale look like a sweetheart. Yes. Which Frank Abagnale uh, uh, admittedly so is a sweetheart. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's this end up turning it around. <laughs> this one not a good story. And this is what uh, this reminded me of. It reminded me of Catch Me If You Can with Frank Abagnale, kind mm-hmm. of the forgery, um, you know, the con artist. And this was l- just to such an extreme level that Mark Hoffman did. And 
yeah, I, I definitely recommend watching it because he really tried to change history within the the Church of Latter Day Saints and adding a yeah. white salamander that actually appeared to Joseph Smith, which wasn't what happened. I mean, and he just said he added that just to spice it up. Wow, <laughs> he, was, he said he was going to do a toad. Yeah. Is, I think is worth that was watch. the original plan. And his whole plan, yeah. I agree with crazy. you. It would have been interesting if they added like in the credits or just gave like a two-minute clip of all the other documents for the government for George Washington that probably were forged or something. And I thought that was interesting at the end. They're like, we don't know what are is forged or what are not in museums. Yeah. That's ins- really fun watch. So like you said, Triple B, for us, Triple B, Big Baller Brand – Stay in your lane. This is a triple B movie. Stays right in its lane. Perfect runtime. Great little miniseries. Everyone check it out. Well, what's your grade? What, what grade would you give I'd it? I'd give it a, I think an A minus. A sweet. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. A minus. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Really fun watch. Yeah. So. And you know, it's, you know, speaking of watch, huh? Are we on the same page? Yes. We're on the same page. Yes. We have an ad read today. Let's go. We have an ad read. It is for the Granite Falls Film Club everyone so we're gonna go ahead and turn it over to our ad read for granite falls film club hey everyone this is blake lyman from the granite falls film club during the covid teen i've missed a lot of different social elements as i know many of you have i don't think there's anything i miss more than going to the dim lit hallways of your local megaplex on a tuesday night and then talking together in the parking lot about what you really think the ending of annihilation meant or what they were going for in the lobster after the movie's over With those discussions and those conversations in mind, we created the Granite Falls Film Club, a way to bring together film fans of all backgrounds to watch some selected movies and then discuss them every other week. We're open to discover new favorites and old classics together to expand our tastes and and just love movies. Um, We're a very casual group, very social, um, and happy to have anyone come here join with us. We've had some great discussions, had some good times, and um, anyone of any background, any film fan, uh, is is more than welcome to join us. Uh, you can always find us on Instagram at Granite Falls Film Club, and then DM us, and we'll get you going. Uh, we usually meet Wednesdays or Thursdays, about every other week at 8 p.m. Mountain Time uh, for about an hour. It's a great time, good time to chat. What have you watched recently? Uh, get those discussions going that we've kind of missed out on in the past year or so. It's really a good time. We'd love to have you even this week if you want to. Um, the movies we chose, uh, we have some. We kind of do a mix of of kind of serious, dramatic award winners and whatnot. Uh, as well as kind of pulpy fun movies to to kind of give it a good blend. So this week we have National Treasure one and two, uh, some classics, as well as uh, 2000s In the Mood for Love out of Hong Kong and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, 1970s uh, Academy Award winner there. So if you're interested, again, Granite Falls Film Club on Instagram. You can also find if you can't find that, you can find me B Lyman Warrior uh, on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, and and message me and, and we'll get you set up. Thanks everyone. Looking forward to it. We um, are super excited to be able to participate in Grand Falls Film Club this Thursday. What is it? March 18th? March 18th. Yes. Yep. I will be in Utah, so maybe you and me can go together. I don't know how we'll, we'll zoom in together. But yeah, four different movies. National Treasure, both of them. In the Mood for Love, which I love. I love In the Mood for Love. And One Foot Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is great. Haven't seen it in like 10 years, so I might have to give it a rewatch. Yeah. Yeah, and it... Love it. Shout out to Blake for creating a nice platform for people to come talk about film. Get involved a little bit more. I will I will say this, like sometimes 
it's nice to like just sit with people and talk about movies. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. That's why I love the pod because I just love talking about movies. Yeah. And I think you're the same way. I would assume so. We've been doing this for three freaking years. Yeah. It's funny because I'm not as critical towards a film unless, I mean, we were texting about this the other day. I I kind of I kind of more see I kind of realizing the reviewer that I might be I think I realize and focus more on the positive than the negative for most film you can yeah. nitpick anything but in the at the end of the day if I enjoyed it and it made me laugh and I was like yeah that was fun which we'll get to because we'll be talking about Ryan Last Dragon but if I enjoyed it that's kind of sometimes enough for me now there I there, I. There are tiers for like an A plus movie where like, wow, that was flawless. But normally, if I really if I had a good time with it, I'm gonna give that movie a BB plus. If like I was like, yeah, yeah I can recommend this movie mm-hmm. um, and I'll give it a sweet stamp. So yeah. So like I've mentioned, I have like a full like list and ranking of all the movies that I've seen, and the average is a B B minus. So yeah. that's kind of where I expect most movies will land. Cause like we don't watch everything, whether it's super, you know, like I don't go out and always watch like super bad movies. Cause there's a lot of awesome movies I've been wanting to watch, but, um, you know, maybe it'll even, I think it'll stay like BB minus the whole time. Uh, everyone. Yeah. Go follow Granite Phillips film club on Instagram. Follow us too. Sweet film talk on Instagram. Yeah. Also, um, I just watch a, a good amount of movies throughout the week and on letterboxd sweet film talk you can just read movies that i log there and reviews that i log there i've done like 30 or 40 and it's super fun yeah yeah super fun so sweet film talk also give the pod five stars while you're here just tap on the little box let's go no, no swipe it down swipe, swipe it down and then hit five stars write us a review yeah it's all Tell it us is who you think's gonna win march movie madness all it is Really is so easy. Is it riot time? It's riot time. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes it just your face hits me at the right moment, and and it just kills me. So that was one of those moments. I also I'm going through your letterbox right now, and I just love some of the reviews that you've left. (laughs) Uh, Like the shape of water, you just put two and a half stars. Saw this movie on a date. That's it. That's your review. We went and got a wing stop after we ordered wing stop in the movie because we were the only ones there. And then lastly, we're like, we need this to be done. Last, <laughs> Not fun. Lastly, you said for training day, Denzel Washington is very good at his job. A minus slash sweet. <laughs> and if you want to log in and like review movies on it, it's fun. I've gotten really into uh uh letterboxed over the last few weeks yeah no it's so fun just reading your reviews okay anyways let's let's continue <laughs> there's my side track <laughs> we'll, we'll do let's do raya raya the last dragon uh 2021 new film release on disney it is on disney plus premiere access and you can watch it in the theaters <laughs> it is directed by don hall and carlos lopez estrada don hall has helped write stories such as tarzan uh meet the robinsons um, and Moana, I think he also helped with that too, Big Hero 6. And Carlos Lopez Estrada directed Blind Spotting, which is an amazing movie, I think, from 2017, 2018, with David Diggs in it. Uh, awesome. Told, I think, like, kind of under, flew under the radar that year. Really great watch. It stars Kelly Marie Tran as Raya, Aquafina as the voice of The Last Dragon, Isaac Wang, Gemma Chan, Daniel Day Kim, Benedict Wong. And it is the story of Raya who lives in a f- fictional kingdom called Frick, what is it called? <laughs> I forget. Kat- Kamandra. 
Kumandra, that's right. I was going to say Katmandu, but that's a real place. So Kumandra, <laughs> where was once lived with dragons, and since then the dragons have disappeared, and Raya is on a quest to find the last dragon to reunite the five kingdoms in peace. You feel like it's Avatar The Last Airbender, but it's not. The only thing that I found was very interesting was, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I found like similar was the fact that there's like different kingdoms, and they kind of have elemental aspects to them. TC, what did you think of Ryan the Last Dragon? Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon. I was looking forward to this movie, and this is the first uh, quote-unquote princess Disney movie since Frozen 2. Oh, so like two years? Yeah, two years. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I had a fun time with Ryan. I actually really liked this movie. I thought visually, wow. Vibrant, looked really good. And I thought it stayed in its lane. I thought the runtime was done really well. Uh, the voice acting was good. I thought the action looked really good. Um, and I liked just the journey. I also really liked how quick Aquafina comes in, the last dragon in the movie. I thought there was going to be like some expedition of finding the last dragon. It's like first 10, 15 minutes, she finds her. So you know how I've brought up my sweet movie morsels of how you can take a runtime, divide it by four, and then that's the different yeah. segments. Right at that first fourth. 15 minutes? 15, 20 minutes? No, it's there. 20. It's t- about 20, 20, 23 minutes in. Okay. Yeah. 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 She came in really quack. Really quack. Quick. <laughs> she came in really quick. And <laughs> I mean, I like the setup of how her dad, Raya's dad, was like, we want to bring in peace. We want to bring in unity as a group and then obviously people are just, you know, divided and there's mm-hmm. some betrayal of trust that occurs throughout the movie and Raya kicks she kicks trash so I thought she did I thought I thought it was just a f- really fun movie and I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I can't say any more about it than that. Like just really had a good time. I'd recommend it. I've seen some negative reviews with this movie that I disagree. Really? With. What negative reviews have you seen? I don't feel like I've seen any. I've seen them um, on IMDb. Like they get three out of 10, four out of 10. Just people are like, this is the Disney formula. It didn't work for me. And I'm like, that's okay. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. <laughs> like what you like, dislike what you dislike. Yeah, like what you like. But I think like this movie was just, I would love to see this in a movie theater, an IMAX or something like that. The colors, wow, really pop. So yeah. what about you, Keeks? What'd you think about Ryan? Oh, man. Yeah, Raya, it was so quick. The editing of this movie is really awesome. Because like we said, if you can divide the movie into four, like I said, those four parts, and if a movie is right on pace with hitting those highs, hitting those lows, going into the third act and ending strong, that's great editing. That's great structure. And I think this movie really has that. I think the script is fun. I think a lot of ideas that they throw in the script are super fun, like the baby who's a thief. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's like this ragtag team of yes. uh, not Avengers, but kind of like the kind of like the dorky Avengers who the, the 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 misplaced, as to say, come together to really fight and bring peace to this land that they should all be enemies, but they band together. Um, I think Sisu is a really cool character. Aquafina provides a good voice for her. I don't yeah. think it's always great. But I think it works pretty well when she's a dragon. I don't love when she transforms into human Sisu. I, I prefer that more wasn't dragon. always my favorite. That, I mm-hmm. prefer when she's more of a dragon. But I also like the element of surprise where it was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. So uh, killing like Marie Tran. Aspect. 
Um, I think she, I thought her voice work was really good. I like how Disney has kind of gone back to not getting, they're getting like voice people who are good at voice acting to voice these animated films instead of getting like Beyonce to voice Nala. Yeah. Not yeah. And Donald Glover just, it added some personality to it. The action sequences look fantastic. I mean like John wick level action sequences, the fighting really well-framed fighting scenes. And you know, I thought it was super interesting. I was like, you know, if they're going to have like action scenes, why isn't just more like, like um, a fixed camera watching them as they're fighting. And I realized, oh, you have to like, if you're just watching someone fight, it's, it's not very dynamic. So they use really good dynamic fight scenes to like mix it up and kind of throw you into the action. Um, And I think it was really great. One, I I think my slight little gripe with it is sometimes the message is very on the nose and they repeat it like 40 times. Like, okay, we, we we understand what it is. I'd like a little bit more nuance, not so much tell and a little bit more show. Yeah. Yeah. You, you pointed that out and I definitely agree with that. They did a little bit of tell more Mm -hmm. than show with, you know, the aspect of trust. Yeah. Trust. Trust. I don't trust you. Yeah. But I mean, take a trust. shot every time they say it, and you're drunk before the first act. Yeah, I would assume it's kind of like actually it's kind of like last, last Jedi, let the past die. <laughs> you know, actually, I only think it says it like maybe two to three times in that movie, but it's it's pretty apparent and obvious when 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 they do say that. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, or in the, the the Rise of Skywalker, Palpatine came back. Take a shot every time they say that, and yeah, the same thing. I know, drunk by the end. Yeah, no, I like. Oh, okay, Ryan. will you pull up some of the reviews from the suites on the Instagram real quick? I'm going to keep going about it. Yeah. Um, now, mainly, what I want to talk about is the thirty dollar price point, because I think for a lot of people, at first glance, that thirty dollars is daunting. Because if you go to the movie theater, you're paying thirty dollars to get, you're getting your concessions, you're getting your tickets, and you're maybe getting a drink, and it's the experience. For Ryan the Last Dragon, it's just. Click here to buy and you can watch it whenever you want. It doesn't feel as it doesn't feel as interactive. It's like, okay, well now I guess I have the movie. I'm gonna watch it here on my couch. And you can still have your concessions and it's still fun. But um for me, I thought it was worth it. I thought it really was. It was fun, but at the same time, like if you wanna go see it, if you don't know if you're gonna see it again, and if you feel comfortable, go to the theaters, get that experience, because I think it would really, really do well in like a theatrical experience. I would have really liked to experience it that way. Yeah, no, I What about you? Thirty dollar price tag. What do you think? Thirty dollar for a family, I've talked yeah, for, with the which is mainly what is probably focused geared focused and geared towards is thirty dollars yes. for a family, which is a steal to watch that in your own home. But if you just got two sure. people, that's fifteen dollars each yeah which hit a uh, matinee baby yeah matinee which normally um on weekends tickets were normally about twelve dollars each with that's tax included yeah it was starting to get that high ticket yeah like on dude out here it's eight dollars yeah with like avengers being released at the megaplex i remember that ticket was like twelve dollars um, some other movies, yeah, those were like around eleven to twelve bucks. No way, dude! Hit that first screening at like eleven a.m. It's like six bucks. Yeah, yeah, matinee. It's super worth it. Uh, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm in the, I'm on the spectrum of it's worth it if you have a family, but it's also not very worth it if you're just two people. But if you can split, yeah. share that password. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Int, int. Uh, okay, so I have some reviews from the sweets. Yeah, love it. Then we'll give ours. Yeah, so Kelsey M. Peterson said that B+, the animation was amazing, but the storyline could have used a little help. Um, okay. Larissa said A+. Sunkissed Fool yeah. said A++++. I would see it again without hesitation. Def teared up a few times. Austin Smith said B+. Aquafina didn't quite fit, and her personality stood out from the tone of the movie. And then, oh gosh, Josh, B minus on plot, A plus plus on visuals and animation. Honestly, a great movie. Yeah, I, I, dude, okay, one thing before we get into our reviews, wasn't it so cool how she flew on the raindrops? Yeah. I thought that was a really, really cool, like, little thing to spice up of, and Becky pointed out, you know, there's this, there's this kind of plague that's hitting the land and like turning people to stone and they turned the plague and made it kind of how we perceive dragons to be of like turning things to ash and to snow to stone and kind of destroying environments. But in this, they made dragons kind of like integral to environments and integral to making sure that the people prosper. Yeah. That was a really, really cool twist that they put on it. Um, I give the movie a B plus. I really liked the movie and I think it's a lot of fun. Um, like we, I kind of, like we said, just some script and some story issues that I didn't love. Yeah. A minus sweet. I actually had a good time with Raya and the visuals and the animation were great. And it had a little, I like the avatar airbender feel to it a little bit with tuck tuck. It reminded me of, yeah. uh, was Appa? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of, that kind of reminded me a little bit of Appa, but overall I thought it was, Thought I had a good message behind it, even though it maybe was a little ham-fisted at times. I did like the message. That's a perfect word. That's a perfect word for it. Yeah. And I thought the pacing was was fun. And yeah, the ragtag team, I really enjoyed seeing them come together and then their endings of reuniting with their loved ones as well. Yes. So now. Ryan the Last Dragon. Everyone. It is Selection Sunday, everybody. Ryan the Last Dragon, not on the bracket because it's too new of a movie. You know, you got to let it marinate a little bit. But we are here. It is March Movie Madness. We want to give a big shout out to Todd Healy and Barbaric53, I think is her handle on Instagram. Um, reach out to them to get some of their input on the bracket. They did a great job of helping us out. Um, thank you so much for all that. Let's do it. TC. Let's do it. It's go time. Okay. We gave a little tease so, of what the play-in games are going to be. We have four regions, and um, we're going to give the number one seeds like we did last year. Then we're going to go through the matchups. In the Disney region, the number one seed is the Lion King. TC, you get the next one. We'll just swap off. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Well right underneath the Disney region is the Sweet Gems, and the number one seed, deservedly so, is Spider-Man into the spider By a hair, man. By a hair. The Sweet Gems region is kind of the, like, oddball third-party studios that have made really good animated movies that we've really liked and I think a lot of people have liked as well. Now, swinging back up to the top right in the DreamWorks region, we've got Shrek 2 at the number one hot human Shrek, baby, coming in to take it. Coming in to take it all. <laughs> Shrek. He's... Watch out. <laughs> and in the Pixar region, in the bottom right, this might, I think this is probably the most difficult one seed. 
Mm-hmm. And that is The Incredibles. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I even want to say this before we get into all of this. Like, Pixar and DreamWorks were pretty easy to nail down the seeds. Sweet Gems was hard just because it's like, what ones do you pick? Like, what classifies? Freaking Disney, man. Sorry, guys. There's just going to be some that didn't make it. There are so many Disney, Disney movies. We could do a snub bracket, and <laughs> the snub bracket winner could probably go to the Elite Eight in this Oh, bracket. we might just do an NIT and have a very top-heavy Disney bracket. I know. I know. We've actually talked about it. Maybe we'll do so, it. Maybe not. Um, uh, yeah, your one seeds, again, are The Lion King, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Shrek 2, and The Incredibles. Yes. Very solid onesies. Now, we are going to go over, starting in the Disney region, The Lion King goes up against the winner of Atlantis or Lilo and Stitch, who are playing this Tuesday. We're going to have the play-in games. And then Thursday, March 18th, the tournament starts. Um, Lion King versus the winner of Atlantis and Lilo and Stitch. TC, what is the next one? We'll just we'll just keep switching it off. Yeah, we'll, we'll switch it off. Uh, at number eight is a goofy movie going up against the nine seed Cinderella. Will they be the Cinderella of the tournament? Right? Isn't that the thing? Doubtful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. That, that's good. They are the Cinderella, they, they but will are. they be? I doubt. I think I think a goofy movie smokes a Cinderella. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Now, at the number yep. five seed, we have Mulan taking on number 12, The Emperor's New Groove. This, this is a good matchup. It is. I really like this matchup. Uh, this is also another good matchup coming up, is that four seed Aladdin going up against Zootopia. Uh, I think that's an okay matchup, but I think Aladdin takes that. I do too. Zootopia is kind of a last minute, not a last minute entry, but like the 13 through 16 were very hard to decide. Now, at- this next one is, yeah. <laughs> get ready to get some heartbrokens in the first round. Number six, Moana going up against number 11, Frozen. For me, this isn't even a choice. It's not even a decision. In a heartbeat, my girl Moana goes through. She goes through hard. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going Moana as well. As a three seed. This is a tough one too. Gosh. The Disney bracket is Beauty and the Beast Mm -hmm. going up against Nightmare Before Christmas. Potential upset. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think you've got a really good point there. Now, the next matchup is number seven, Tarzan, versus number 10, Princess and the Frog. I think right here is also a very good upset potential with Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Uh, this could be a potential upset as well. They're all potential <laughs> upsets. <laughs> We're just realizing real. it. Uh, the two seed in the Disney region is Hercules going up against... Tangled as the 15 seed. How how good of a chance do you think t- has Tangled aged well for everyone now? Because I think people there was a lot of hate for it, and I think it's now back in the good graces of everyone else. Do you think it has a chance against Hercules or no? I think Hercules still takes okay. it. Hercules is probably my favorite Disney movie overall. I love Hercules. Hercules is really fun. Uh, yeah. But standing out in the Disney region, Keeks, who is the dark horse? Who's the sleeper? Who is the Cinderella? It's Moana. That you can see. I think it's Moana for me. It's not like a super high seed, but I think Moana has a really good chance. I also do understand that a lot of people love Princess and the Frog, so I think that one could make it Elite Eight. Okay. For me personally, it's Emperor's New Groove. I think Emperor's New Groove could 
as a 12 seed, make it all the way to the final four. Wow. Yeah, I can I can see it maybe upsetting the Lion King in the Sweet 16. However, it does have a hard matchup, potential matchup against Aladdin in the second yeah. round. If somehow Zootopia Aladdin. wins, Emperor's New Groove advances easy, but it, it, Zootopia won't. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, moving on to the Sweet Gems? Gems region. We've got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse going up against Kubo and the Two Strings or Rango. Once again, Tuesday will be the play-in games. Um, I just watched Kubo and the Two Strings the other day. Fantastic movie, by the way. Everyone should definitely see it. Leica Studios, they do stop motion. It's breathtaking. Really great movie. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. I gotta gotta add that to the yeah, list. Yeah. Number eight, eight seed is Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs going up against the nine seed, one of my all time favorites, and that is SpongeBob the SquarePants movie. <laughs> SpongeBob the SquarePants movie. <laughs> yep. SpongeBob the SquarePants movie, just like Phantom of the Menace. Yep, SpongeBob the SquarePants movie. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants movie. There it is. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> I love it. Then the next Gotta matchup the... is number five. This bam, very close to our hearts is your name going up against number twelve, Anastasia. Very high potential upset right here with Anastasia. Yeah. Number four, the four seed, the Lego movie going up against the 13 seed, the Simpsons movie. Yes. And then two uh what? two movies with Two movies with the title movie in them. <laughs> <laughs> we we did the best we could to match up like uh, sequels kind of together at one point. And um, yeah, unexpectedly so. Here we go. The two movie movies. Now, number six yes. is the Fantastic Mr. Fox going up against number 11, Robots. I expect that's Fantastic a, that's a good Mr. Fox. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the three seed in the Sweet Gems is... The Iron Giant, the Iron, the Iron Giant, going up against the 14 seed Akira. That's great. That a, a good little matchup. Akira, you're a good darling there. But um, no, number seven is Ice Age going up against number ten Despicable Me. The only Illumination Studio movie in there. The only one that deserves to be there too. Yeah. Yep. And as a two seed in the Sweet Gems, deservedly so, possibly could have been a one seed, is Spirited Away going up against the 15 seed Surf's Up. Yep. Spirit, that was Spirited Away in, into the Spider-Verse swapped number one seeds a bunch of times, but I think we made the right choice. Yeah. Who do you think, who, who's making it to the final four? Just overall as a sweets, as a sweets perspective in the voting. So in, in this, in this, in Sweet Gems region... Yeah. I, I a lot of people love the Iron Giant, and I'm actually going to admit it. The Iron Giant is in my final four. Wow. Yeah. I there's something about I, it. It just it's got that nostalgia hit so hard, man. That nostalgia pack hits. Yeah, I can honestly see from the sweets either Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm-hmm. the Lego Movie, or Spider Verse. I think between those three. Are a lot yeah. for a final four. And you know, I think it's interesting because Spirited Away is like far and away, I think, should be the number two seed. But that's just because of like pedigree and clout that Spirited Away is. It is probably the best animated movie I've ever seen. It's insane. It's so good. But not everyone's cup of tea. 
Anime just yeah. isn't yet. So um, any other like upsets that you see, any darlings, any Cinderella's you see from this region? I can see maybe Snurf's up. <laughs> yeah, this one doesn't. The only one I could see really is Anastasia, I think could actually make a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, what that what do you think is going to make uh, the final four in the Disney region? In the Disney region, the final four, I think it's the Lion King. I do too. In, in the Disney region. I have Lion or King or maybe, Moana. Kind of going back and forth with it, but probably Lion Maybe King. Aladdin. Really? So. Okay. Oh. It'd be fun if Nightmare Before Christmas just took off in the Disney just region. Just this year's Angels in the Outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. We're on. On to the DreamWorks. On to the dream. It is the number one seed, as we said, Shrek 2, which goes against the winner of How to Train Your Dragon 3 and Kung Fu Panda 3. Great, you know, the winner that gets to go on to lose to Shrek 2. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as the eight seed in DreamWorks, we have Trolls, and the nine seed is Chicken Run. Yep. The number five seed is Megamind, going up against the number 12 seed, Shark Tale. And... Four seed is the Prince of Egypt, and thirteen is Road to El Dorado. It's a fun, fun movie. Matchup. Yeah, I like that. I like Road to El Dorado a lot. Nice little early days of DreamWorks there. Then the number six seed is Kung Fu Panda going up at the end um, against the number eleven is Kung Fu Panda Two. Got to get got to mm-hmm. get the brothers going out there right off the gate. Uh, yeah, and How to Train Your Dragon as the three seed going up against. How to Train Your Dragon 2 as a 14 seed. We have a double matchup here with sequels. Yes, we do. We need this it. This is too. fun. Very important. Yeah. Now, the number seven is Madagascar going up against B Movie at number 10. Uh, upset alert. I'm going to call it. Upset alert. B Movie right. going through. Okay. As the two seed, we have Shrek 1 going up against the 15 seed, The Croods. Yes. Um, for me, I could see Kung Fu Panda as a six seed. Mm-hmm. If it can get past How to Train Your Dragon in the second round, I can see Kung Fu Panda possibly beating Shrek number one in the Sweet Sixteen. Possibly, yeah. There's not a there's not a ton of like upper seed upset potential in here. You know, a lot of these movies are kind of memeable, like Shark Tale, um, the B movie. I could see very similar to you. I think Kung Fu Panda could make a very deep run, but at the end of it, I think Shrek two goes to the final four. I think Shrek two does or either Shrek one as well. Yep. It's one of those Shreks. I yep. a hundred percent agree. Now going in to the Pixar region, our last region, the number one seed, the Incredibles taking on a bug's life or brave. Once again, the winners go on to lose to the Incredibles. Which I think is yeah. the case for most of At, these, obviously. Yeah. As the AC, we have Ratatouille going up against Inside Out. Yes. And then a lot of, a lot of these matchups are so fun in Pixar. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's it's so true. The number five seed is up going against Toy Story 3 at number 12. <laughs> Do you smell that? Upset, baby. Do you smell the upset? I smell yeah. the upset. Toy Story yeah, 3 could that, That's off. an upset. Yeah, I think it could. I would love to see Toy Story 3, Toy Story 2, which is probably going to happen as a four seed is Toy Story 2 going up against the newly released Pixar movie Soul as the 13 seed. 
And that is potential for a Toy Story 3, Toy Story 2 matchup in the second round. Give it to us. Give the people what they want. (laughs) You know, I'm looking at this now. I didn't even notice that when we made the bracket. (laughs) That's perfect. Wow, what great great timing. Um, Now, the number six seed is Monsters, Inc. Going up against number 11, Wally. Not even not even a choice of who TC picks. It's a no brainer. Oh, God. Yeah, Wally is Wally would get a 16 seed for me for Pixar. <laughs> he wouldn't even be in the tournament. <laughs> well, it would. It wouldn't even be. It wouldn't be in. Okay, as a three seed, we have Coco going up against Onward. I think that is an absolute landslide. I think maybe one or two people vote for Onward. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the the two yeah. directors of Onward. That might that might be the biggest blowout <laughs> of this tournament. And I like Onward, but I think Coco is that much God, better. But Coco is, it's just a, that's like S tier uh, Pixar. Now, the number seven yeah. seed is Finding Nemo going up against number 10, Cars. Becky, that's my wife, matchup. loves Cars. I don't know why, to be honest. <sighs> and as the, as the two seed, we have Toy Story. Could have been, could have very well been the one seed. Mm-hmm. But Toy Story has a two seed going up against Monsters University as the 15 seed. Yeah. Uh, I'm ca- I'm calling it now. I can see Coco going far to the final four. Yes. Or maybe Monsters, Inc. I think Monsters, Inc. is a cute movie. I like Monsters, Inc. Yeah, this is another one. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. In the first round, I have Soul beating Toy Story 2. I wow. really like Soul. I like Tori Story too, but Soul, there's just something about it. Something about it, dude. Hmm. Um, Dang. Other than that, that could be a good intro. Not, not a lot of not a lot of high possibilities. Inside Out could make a good run, though. Yeah, yeah. I think Inside Out Rad Two is a good matchup, and oh man, Cars and Finding Nemo. I'm gonna. I'm interested to see what what. What pulls ahead there? Up. There's a lot of homers for up out there. It is. The first 20 minutes, going to make you cry every time. does for me. Yeah, I think the winner of Coco Monsters, Inc. in the second round, mm-hmm. the winner of that, I think, can make it to the final four. Definitely. I, I actually agree. I have um, my my pick for the final four here is The Incredibles, but that's because I adore The Incredibles. I love The Incredibles, but Coco is right there. It's close. What do yeah. you think? Uh, for my final four, I also have the Incredibles and oh, probably going up against Coco in the final, in the lead eight. Yeah. Now, if you guys want to yeah, see, I like Coco. if you guys want to see our winners, we are going to post our brackets Monday. The bracket comes out. It will be out tomorrow. You have a few ways that you can get it. You can go to our website. There will be a tab labeled graphics in March Movie Madness 2021. You can click on that and you can right click on the image of the bracket and hit save as and it'll go right to your computer. You can also screenshot the bracket when we post it uh, on Monday on the story. We'll also make a little like moment story so that people can go back and take a screenshot of it and we'll post it periodically um, Tuesday matchups for the play-in game start and then thursday it's it's going all the way through all the way through it's go time it is yep it is and we'll we'll do the matchups uh like they do in march madness like first round will be march 18th and 19th second round will be march 20th 21st and then we'll have the regionals which will be the sweet 16 elite eight 25 25th through the 28th 
And then the final four, April 3rd, and the national championship, April 5th. Yes. So, so you can see all yeah. of our picks. So, and that gives that and that makes it so it's fun because it gives time for people to maybe watch these movies, visit them again. Yeah, we will review the winner at the end of the day. Yeah. So we, I, last year, we got very lucky. We got a review, Remember the Titans. This year, um, man, any one of these, I, I would love to review by the end of the time. Just to be able to, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like a victory lap for them. We get to go around and just say yeah. how much we love it. But it's true. That's that's why you get to win March Movie Madness. Hey, so who's your who's in your final four, Keeks? It, Let us know. Lion King in the Disney region, the Iron Giant in the Sweet Gems region, Shrek 2 in the DreamWorks region, and um, I th- I'm saying The Incredibles now. I might change it to, God, no, it's The Incredibles. It's The Incredibles. For Pixar. Okay. Yep. What about you? Nice. Uh, for me in the Disney region, Hercules is in the final four. Really? Sweet Gems. Sweet Gems, yeah. Sweet Gems. Oh, man. I almost kind of want to do... Mm, yep. I'm going with Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse in the Sweet Gems okay. in the final four. DreamWorks, we're going with... Most likely Shrek 2, yeah. I think I'm going to go with Shrek 2. And then in the Pixar... Going with the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. I think it's so, a great choice, and I I hope I, I kind of hope I'm off. Like I hope other other these other movies. Yeah, we were talking about it. Like a, a lot of these upper seeds are freaking heavy hitters. It's like one through eight for everyone is like a Duke, UNC, Virginia, or whatever, and then everyone else yeah. is not a super low, but you know it it, it will be super interesting to see. Um, everyone, next take is Oscar predictions and we're going to review WandaVision and we're going to talk a little bit of Bachelor just I don't know give our thoughts we'll see how the finale is this week and that was March Movie Madness this has been Take 124 everyone March Movie Madness starts this week get excited we we love putting this together for you guys so we hope that you guys can all make your picks and get hyped for it because we have this whole time we've been so excited to share with you it's go time it is May the best animated movie win April 5th. We'll, we will know. We'll know. And everyone, it has been your boy, the Sweet Keeks. And your boy, Sweet (laughs) TC. Everybody, stay sweet. Have a great week. And make those picks. Stay sweet. Fill out your bracket. Fill out your bracket. Sweet. Sweet. (laughs) Sweet.